Welcome back to the Fantasy Flavor Podcast, where we spice up your daily dose of fantasy football content. Join Dylan Thomas, Sanat Ansara, and Trenton Roberts as they provide you with player and team analysis, mock drafts, and one-on-one interviews. Hey, what's going on, listeners of the Fantasy Flavor Podcast? I'm happy to be back here with Sonat, and we're going to do the rookie report. So, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. It has been a while since I joined you guys, but yeah. Yeah, it's been a while in general, you know, recording the pod, but we're going to get it back up and started. I, I know I might have something special planned for the future, so stay tuned on my Twitter, at TKTom2018, for that. But... Other than that, do you have anything else to say before we start reporting on these rooks? No, let's start away. The, the rooks are doing great, and we we need. Yeah, we definitely need to talk about it. Um, so let's start off with. I think honestly, we should start off with the quarterback position. Yeah, let's do it. So Kyler Murray, I mean, is he what's advertised? Do you think we're a little too high on him? A little too low on him? Um, in the off season, there was a point where uh, things got got just very crazy, and his value was very very high. But uh, n- uh, suddenly, people are very very low on him. So I uh, I just don't agree with that too. Uh, I just feel that uh, he's a great talent. I, he's still my number one quarterback by far, and he looks good. I think he looks good. Uh, his offensive yeah. line is not doing him any favors, but he looks really good. And that offense is the thing that, uh, you know, really propels him to a very good quarterback. They are throwing like, what, 45, 50 passes every week? That's much. Yeah, they're throwing a ton. He also looks a lot better when they hurry up, too. I liked how he was running, too, as well. There's, yeah. like, a lot of stuff that he's starting to put together. I mean, there's definitely some stuff you see and you go, like, ooh, he's still a rookie, you know? So sometimes I feel like in games, like, he'll need that ground performance because he just, you know, he's a rookie and he makes some boneheaded plays that a savvy veteran just wouldn't make. But overall, he's going to be great for fantasy. I mean, we all had him as a top 10 dynasty QB. I feel like that's appropriate. I'm not regretting that. Yeah, me too. you're right. And the other thing that I noticed, which I really liked, is that he, he takes care of his body uh, somewhat like Wilson. He's not like Lamar or or Josh Allen in the sense that he will take hits. I have seen that he just, you know, gives himself up and he he's really so his rushing will not come with many injuries. So I like that thing in my quarterback. Yeah, definitely. But you know, he might not even be the most mobile quarterback in this class. How about <laughs> how about Daniel Jones, bro? <laughs> oh my god. The butt of the jokes in the off season. But here at uh, Fantasy Flavor, we were high on him. Yeah, all uh, three of us. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a mo- mobile quarterback, which not many people saw it. But yeah, he, he looked good. Uh, I think the offensive philosophy that, uh, what, Shermer is the coach, right? Definitely. Yeah, pa- pa- yeah Pat Shermer has brought, I think that really helps uh, a rookie, rookie quarterback because it's just, you know, a short throws quick throws and uh, that helps him a lot but again yeah. you know they played tampa so 
maybe the real test is yet to come mm-hmm. the bucks defense honestly gave up so much stuff like everyone saw the bucks on prime time and honestly the bucks defense did look really good jack barrett still sacked you know daniel jones a ton too but just the secondary because can kept missing all those throws so i feel like we over hyped the tampa bay match matchup as like scary and he really balled out you know two rushing touchdowns i don't think that continues i think, I yeah. think that was bad defense but um man he looks good i think saquon without saquon it has to bump him down a little bit a lot of the production did come through garbage time which eventually helped them get the yeah. win because of the missed field goal but um you know daniel jones he looks better than what we thought honestly i don't remember how many passing yards it was was it a, was it over 300 yeah, I think so. It was over 100. Yeah, he looked really good, man. Two Dwayne Haskins, we have... rushing touchdowns. Yeah. My God. Four scrummage touchdowns. Crazy. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, so... Two. So, here's the question. In mm-hmm. Superflex, where would you take him? We are doing a rookie draft right now. Daniel Jones. Um, Okay, Daniel Jones. Murray goes 101. Um, yeah, of course. Th- the three backs go before. Hollywood and Nikhil go before. So 106, 107. I would take him 102. Woo! I mean, I just... The Tampa Bay defense was so bad. <laughs> like, like I saw... No, I, agree, you know. <laughs> I really liked him. The way he played. I think he's a... You know, he has a good floor. Because of his rushing. And uh, quarterbacks are in general very, very... Um, important in Superflex. So I would take him 102. Superflex, man. He was going in like the late second. I was. That's why I was. So I know. I know because everyone was shitting on him. I was. Uh, I. I at that time in the off season, I remember I had him around beginning of second. I never had him end of second, anyways. But yeah, beginning of second because I was very high on some of the players, which did not pan out, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I, agree. I, I would take him one or two easy right now because other players are not showing enough. You know, let's talk about the running running backs after Haskins. Yeah, and we'll we can mm-hmm. we can do that. Up. Okay. Um Haskins, I mean there's nothing to say. He just hasn't played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Case looked really bad versus the Bears, but it's the Bears, you know, we have to be other two games he looked I think he looked pretty solid versus Philly. I, they almost won that game versus Philly, then Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. Philly's, them. Philly's secondary is shit, man. Completely, you know, they don't have any DBs. Yeah, but that was so. the first game when more of them were healthy, too, to be fair. Yeah. Like, let, let, like let's give Case a little bit of props, but I think Dwayne yeah, will come in he, eventually. He looked good, yeah. Agreed. With, with those weapons, he looked very good, honestly. Yeah. McLaurin looks great, which I think helps out. Haskins oh, yeah. too, right? We talked about kind of the concern was him not having any weapons. Well, now he has one, <laughs> and Chris Thompson in the passing game. I feel like that's enough of a weapon to count. But that's and Mc... he has connection with McLaurin from college. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt him, right? Yeah, it helps. Why would it hurt? Exactly. I, mean, we, I I was high on McLaurin because I thought Haskins will come over and then he will have a connection with McLaurin. But it seems McLaurin is so good. He's having connection with everyone there. Yeah, That's I great. mean, McLaurin and I have a great connection right now. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. no complaints. Yeah. But Dwayne, just um, kind of wait on Dwayne. Drew Locke, not even worth mentioning. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. But good time to buy low on Haskins. I think his time is, you know, right around the corner. There were some reports that Gruden might lose his job if they keep losing. 
uh, the games. So probably they will bring him on after week six or seven. Yeah, definitely. Let's move on to the running backs, though. I think yeah. it's time. And we'll start with pretty much our highest rated running back. Probably the best for fantasy, I want to guess. But it's been a yeah. little bit of a, a yikes. So Josh I know, Jacobs. it has been disappointing on all the running backs, man. I that, mean, mm-hmm. People had so so much high hopes. But yeah, I think Jacobs disappointed the least, probably. Because he still got touchdowns. He still got the carries. He's not being used in the uh, passing game, which At is all. just stupid. Um, Sanders um, is being used the most. And then Montgomery's being used kind of the middleman. And Jacobs has one catch. So Yeah, I know. And I, I expected this. I think we had discussed and I had told that the only problem I see for Jacobs is Gruden. I just don't trust that guy at all. And that is what is happening. I thought yeah. Carr... Uh, you know he's such a pussy that he will throw short. To, to, <laughs> Keep to, it real here. <laughs> to his running running backs. No, but it's not helping. <laughs> no, all of them are going to fucking Darren Waller, bro. To it's Waller. like Darren Waller. <laughs> ding, ding, yeah. one, yard, one yard, one yard ahead of the la- line of scrimmage, but now he has a bigger target. So yeah, it's, it's... the same, but it's going to Waller. Uh, I mean, I own Waller in some leagues. He can't complain. <laughs> you can't complain, man. He's just balling out. Yeah, but Jacobs, you know, Jacobs, I mean, he had that great run versus KC, too. So I think it shows, oh, yeah. you know, he has some juice in there. But I I don't, like, he has, like, the snap share, 70% snap share. That's been and less and less, though, as a trail. And I think he's top in uh, broken tackles, too. Yeah, he um, is breaking a lot of tackles. Like, it's, he looks yeah. fine. It's just... Where's the good. pass catching? That's the thing you want that sold me as someone who's very like prospect picky, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I sold you on that a lot. That he is just, a great pass and it's, catcher. It's a and complete everything. opposite, bro. <laughs> I, I was so disappointed. Yeah, much, I, I'm because I, I, mm-hmm. I had been touting him only because I thought he was game script proof, and then it just the shit so show. He's there. not game script proof. He's game script dependent. Yeah, so, looks like now, but yeah. according to his talent, he should be game script proof. He's such a great pass catcher. Obviously, better than Richard. I don't know why. I mean, Richard's pretty him. solid too. But I mean, you spent first round draft capital on Jacobs. So, I one more question before we move on here: What grade would you give Jacobs' performance so far during the season? Like. You can you can like make excuses for him for what you want, but knowing what you've gotten for his fantasy production now, what would you grade the pick? Like, what do you mean by like grade? taking Jacobs? Like, how would you grade if you selected Jacobs? Would he get like a B? Would he get like an A? Would he get like a C? In a C he's minus? My, uh, in in a normal league, he's still my one oh one. So I would not like fault anyone to take Jacobs in the off season. Like, who is better than him? Mm-hmm. It's not like other players are just. Uh, shaking the world yeah well i'll give him a b because like the pass catching isn't there but he also looks better than yeah. how i thought he'd look so yeah. you know in any other class of course he would go down a lot but this class is still the best yeah running back and i want to move on to my um rb2 and dynasty for these rookies it used to be montgomery it was a montgomery stand but i saw the light and the light is miles sanders I agree with you. I always had him uh, as uh, like a better talent than Montgomery, but again, um, situation matters. Montgomery, yeah, Montgomery just 
went on a you know off season hype like i have not seen voice freeman it was voice freeman ask <laughs> honestly but i i was really very you know i thought nagi was very very good and i still believe that i thought he is going to use him better but they are not i just no nagi chicago offense is yeah that chicago offense is disappointing man yeah i really I thought is. they'll be better and trubisky sucks but like yeah, Nagy totally. sucks too. Like I don't know what Nagy's doing. Like they traded Jordan Howard, who's a good player, right? I mean, he can't yeah. catch. Apparently, he can steal Miles Sanders' touchdowns, right? But like, <laughs> but like, it's but even in the air. But like, he's not even using Montgomery as a pass catcher that much, right? He's yeah. literally using him as Jordan Howard. It confuses the living like hell out of me. I'm like, bro. And how- Howard is getting more. <laughs> catches in philadelphia then montgomery is getting in chicago it <laughs> makes no sense matt nagy took an l and like i don't know why they're using um what's his name he's so bad i can't mike davis mike davis yeah. the definition of crap like no, apparently i have heard that he is a better a uh, pass blocker and uh, a better route runner in uh passing situations that's why yeah, but and then Cohen went from slot receiver to now he's back in the backfield a little bit. Oh yeah, he's droppable, man. I, I hated Cohen. I was telling everyone sell him, sell him, sell him when he was popping oh, yeah. off because regression. Definitely. His Too peak. many mouths mm-hmm. to feed, feed, yeah. and then yeah. Definitely. That offense is a shit show. Montgomery looked good. I have to give a personal oh, uh, yeah. so- story here. Um, one of our main leagues, the FFA league, Di- uh, Dynasty. I was facing my good friend Travis. Shout out to Travis. And I needed about eight points from Montgomery. Seven or eight points, right? So like mm-hmm. the first half goes by and he's like he he had like two catches and then like three carries. And I'm like, bro, because they were up by the Redskins by like 25 points. I go, fucking Matt Nagy. And then all of a sudden, Montgomery breaks off this 25-yard run, and then another 10-yard run, then, like, an 8-yard run, and I fucking win, bro. I was ecstatic. I was talking in chat. I'm like, god damn it. It's, like, my luck that the Bears are, like, up by 30, and Montgomery gets, like, three touches. <laughs> you know, but... Yeah. Anyways, Montgomery, that he, he looks good, too. Yeah. yeah, all of the uh, running backs look good. They show flashes, especially. but, you yeah, know. But they're not getting their opportunities, honestly. Yeah, they're and that might be... Well. Mm-hmm. That might be because they might not even be as good as you think, too. Honestly, like, when I'm looking at these 2020 guys, I'm going, you know, these 2019 guys, you know, we definitely hyped them up a little bit too much, honestly. But Talking about hype, how about Daryl Henderson? <laughs> you yeah, remember bro. he was going, like, third, fourth, some sometime, you know, somewhere in our rookie, in our startup drafts, people were taking him in fifth, sixth round. That was nuts. Malcolm Brown, you know, and Malcolm Brown doesn't even look like that great either. It's just, you know, I mean, it's just a mess there. Henderson yeah. just kind of pooped. Yeah, they have so much, um, you know, invested in the other running backs. No one in their sane mind should have thought that Henderson is just going to uh, be this, uh, you know, league winning uh, running back. His price was always going to go down no matter what. So, get uh, you know, picking him that high was just stupid. Even if you are waiting for an injury, yeah, and we don't it's predict not, injury. It's not, yeah, it's not coming in first week, right? So in in the next three four weeks, his value will go down. So Especially in redraft, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And no, even in dynasty, right now you can sell McLaurin and get Henderson plus a second next year, easy. 
Would you do that? Oh, I would take McLaurin. Yeah, obviously. Oh, so you're not doing that? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm just saying that you'd easily buy Henderson right now. If you want. So, yeah, but you, you always have to know the, you know, smart choice. When the price is too high at its peak, you should not buy a player. You should pass on them, buy a lower level player whose price will rise up and their price will go down. So people picking him in top six, top five were just disappointing. And you can buy them, buy Henderson right now very cheap. Yeah. I, I Any other running back? I want to talk about Miles Sanders here because I feel like we didn't give yeah. him enough love for one of our Spotify listeners. But um, before that, I agree with Sanat and said, me and Sanat and I, excuse me, are very value kind of like we try to like maximize our assets, right? Um, so I agree with what he's mostly saying and like situation matters and like Dr- Henderson's situation was really overhyped and it was based off of injury and luck. But the only case I wouldn't do, like you have to be careful when you do that. I think there's more risk than what Snotten was saying, right? Because if you have kind of like these unstable like depth charts, like the Eagles are a good one, the Patriots are a good one, where you kind of have these variables, like AB when he was on the Pats, right? He could be cut. Josh Gordon, Weed Smoker, Eagles, like all those guys are injury prone in the wide receiver core, right? So that's something you have to be careful about. When do you go buy? And you should be very aggressive when trying to buy once that, once your asset you have starts peaking over the value of the asset you want to try to buy. If that makes sense, right? It does. And, uh, you know, first of all, you have to see, okay, I'm I'm okay with, you know, taking a player and waiting for one year. But if you look at Gurley's contract, he's not out of uh, there until 2021. No way. So you are not waiting for two years for a player. Their value go down so much. Do you remember that guy? Uh, what was his name? John, John, whom the Rams draft last year. Uh, John Kelly. The running back. John Kelly. You remember how much love he was getting? last year a lot of and love. now he's nowhere to be found so who knows henderson could now it will not be that bad because they have invested him in him but still buying him that high in the off season was just stupid according to me yeah i but mean i okay. like them as a talent too but the situation is just kind of crap so miles sanders quickly here i mean honestly i really like sanders i thought he could have really been in the conversation for like the one one two, and he was right. Problem is the Eagles want to run a committee. Like they don't care about our fantasy team. It's beneficial for them to use all these guys because Jordan Howard is good by the goal line. We can't deny it, right? You can say he can't catch. He sucks. He can't, you know, do this, that, or the other thing. But he's good at the goal line, right? I mean, three for yeah. twenty eight, even caught a touchdown too. I mean, Sanders looks dynamic because you know had a great punt return too. He's being used everywhere. He looks great. I don't think his value's gone down as much as you want, but there's some crazy standard stands out there trying to say, you know, he's going to just explode <laughs> off the bat, which he wasn't. They're, they're you also, want to name one? <laughs> um, no, one moment. And then there's, you know, the same one was also like, you know, I got to go buy him right now because his value, you know, won't go down and it's probably gone down for a lot of Sanders owners because they've been frustrated because it's a committee and it was always going to be a committee because it's Doug Peterson, uh, Justin Edward. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not calling out any (laughs) names, but you know, I didn't even say it at all, but but that's all I have to say. (laughs) No. So the thing uh, I want to uh, tell my, uh, tell our listeners is that uh, you should go and try to 
buy uh, all those three running backs Jacobs, Montgomery yeah. and Sanders right now because maybe their value goes down but it will be very little but there is more chance of their value shooting up right now so it's a good time to buy those three i really believe in all the talents of all of those three and the the situation will they will do well um so that's our assessment that go and buy all of those three running backs try and buy um uh, kyler murray uh, try and sell daniel jones because he's he is getting a lot of hype right now he's good um danny dimes let, yeah. let's move on to the receivers should we hollywood brown let's start it off with hollywood brown but uh, is hollywood brown still your 101 in terms of receiver yeah, we talked about that i mean <laughs> hollywood brown was never my 101 but he's my but you know now. no because it's only been three games. I said, I said to you, give it six to eight weeks of this production. I'll move him up. And that's not because Harry's value is just getting any worse. I've always been baked in with that Harry value, you know, Harry's value with that. But McLaurin and Brown, if they do this for six to eight weeks, I think I'm so. I think I think I it's think very possible too. I think I think Hollywood. I have more easy moving up than McLaurin because I just like the prospect a lot better. So I agree. And the draft capital and exactly mm-hmm. like McLaurin, like so, McLaurin, they could draft a ride receiver next, you know, first round next year too. I mean, it looks like they're yeah. in the Jerry Judy race. So, you know, but anyways, that, that doesn't matter. But what does matter is, um, even if I do, I'm still in the keel stand. That's what I'm known for. That's what I got a lot of my popularity for. So, you know, Nikhil, you know, if you Nikhil, go down, you'll mm-hmm. go down with the ship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I feel like Sanat and, you know, you understand what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry's okay. really good, so, you know. But Harry was just always safe. But Hollywood Brown and, like, DK Metcalf will get into a second. They always had higher upside. So it's awesome to see Brown hit this upside. I, I had concerns oh, yeah. because of the Liz Frank kind of foot injury and the foot surgery. And, I mean, the breakout age was a little concerning, but it was okay because it was Oklahoma. But, you know, there's just more risk with Hollywood. So that's why I was always a little lower on him. But, the only concern mm-hmm. that I had with Hollywood was uh, Lamar Jackson. And no, that I, 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 I didn't even now. say Lamar, right? Oh, that's yeah. a huge red flag. Oh, well, it was, but now Lamar looks what a was? lot better. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very, very good. But Hollywood looks... I mean, honestly, for like a life lesson learned, there's a couple people coming in next year, like Jalen Rager's someone I'm a little lower on, but there's one guy, Henry Ruggs out of Alabama, who literally reminds me of just kind of like Tyree Kill, Hollywood Brown, just with how fast he is. He ran 24 miles per hour, and like Hill and Brown and all of them, and you know Hardman haven't even hit like 23. So that's just kind of like a lesson learned valuing in the future. Like speed matters now in the NFL. And McLaurin's fast too. He ran a 4.31. So how about you talk about McLaurin? Yeah, yeah. yeah are we done with Hollywood? Yeah, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just trying to transition. No, no, you could finish. No, no. Back to you, man. <laughs> no, no, I not for me. Are you done with Hollywood? Is I, I'm done with want? Hollywood, so you can finish up yeah. with Hollywood. No, I I just think he's a he's a great player. If you can buy him cheap, sure. Go You're ahead. not buying him yeah. cheap now. <laughs> it's over. No, but there are there are some doubters who might think, oh, it's just three three games. Uh, maybe I should sell him high. You might not buy him that cheap, but. You might not. You might be able to buy him not at his peak, right yeah. now. I think his value will go even higher once yeah. people are bought in. I love Hollywood. I mean, I think we're both yeah. on the Hollywood train. I mean, oh, I'm I'm totally. fully on it. Yeah. So me too. 
Um, number two, McLaurin. McLaurin? I mean, McLaurin is great, too. I think he could be potentially Michael Thomas, which is just such a bad oh, comparison is... because, like, they're both from Ohio State, which is how can people say that. But what I mean is kind of an all, you know, one of these receivers. They're different players, though. They're different Very players. Very different, but kind of, like, from, like, a fantasy football prospect kind of realm, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, this Medron receiver walks into opportunity. Now, do, now would I be looking to sell McLaurin in Dynasty Leagues? Yeah, I'd send out some, you know, I'd say, hey, guys, McLaurin's on the block. See what you get. Because could his value go down? Possibly, right? Okay, I mean, here's the question. Mm-hmm. If you get a 2021st for McLaurin, what are you doing? Is it? Random 2021st. So you can't tell me if it's like a mid, a late, an early? No, random. Random 2021st. I don't like the random. <laughs> But if it's anywhere bet- within like the top, like especially like if you need an RB, I'd do that. I, I'm you okay are valuing with that. him as a rounder now, right? Oh yeah, but like 2020 is like godly, <laughs> and like uh-huh. it's only still been three games, you know. And I do think they but I like could him. potentially I bring in something next. Yeah, McLaurin's solid. Like I, you know, but like I, I do like acquiring the 2020 first. I think there's. More safety to that, even yeah, though it's more right. of an unknown. So you're right. I like Max. I still even that might even have higher upside. There's some insane talent in that class, and if it's completely random, what if you get the 101? You know. So okay, here's a question. I I think that if right now you can sell McLaurin and buy Hollywood, what do you think? Um, Hollywood's higher for us both. I think. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But I think listeners can try that because. McLaurin is getting more love than Hollywood is. Uh, Hollywood did not perform that well in the last game, I think. Casey. Maybe that's why. That wasn't yeah. as good. Yeah. And McLaurin <clears throat> has been performing in all three games. So probably if if you're listening and if you have McLaurin, maybe try and get Hollywood. You might be able to do that. Definitely. I mean, I like them both. You know, like yeah. when I'm nitpicking, I'm nitpicking because we're starting to move them up to like this higher tier, right? Where we yes, have to yes. nitpick, because that's what yep. like that's like for Montgomery to go back, for example, like he went on this hype touring, but we weren't nitpicking enough. So that's why yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, I'd sell Ian McLaurin, or you know, that's why I'm not moving Brown up as much as I could, or maybe even should. Right? It's only a couple games, yeah. so, and we got a nitpick now. So. Who was your third wide receiver? Fourth would be DK Metcalf. I know you yeah. asked for third, but we already know where Harry is. <laughs> yeah. DK so looks... My, my third will be DK Metcalf, yeah. Your, yeah, your fourth, right, too? Or you, would oh, you yeah, have DK... my fourth. Yeah, I think yeah, I would okay. rather have Harry than DK Metcalf. Good call, Harry. Just... But I think I would rather have Hollywood and McLaurin over Harry at this moment. That's fine. I don't hate it. You know, I'm driving the ship. I do think Harry's still more safe, which is kind of weird to say, considering we haven't seen fine. anything, but... Metcalf, let's, let's get off Harry. I talk a yep. lot about Harry. Yeah. Metcalf. I mean, Metcalf looks great. You know, or I thought it was one of the best bits. The only thing that was kind of the draft capital could have not been a good as like a profile type of thing, right? I mean, almost the third round. Not good for a guy who we thought was going to go to like Buffalo at nine. Or he was oh, like yeah. most commonly mocked. I remember that. Yep. But he looks, I thought he got like the best kind of situation for him. Russell Wilson accurate great arm yes yeah great deep ball. an opportunity an opportunity, opportunity. yeah yeah that's the main thing i i mean among <clears throat> all the receivers i think hollywood mclaurin 
these guys got the opportunity which again shows us that in the off season please 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 always think about opportunity as the number one thing uh, talent will be there but opportunity is the king fantasy football Definitely. so what's common between uh, mclaurin hollywood and dk metcalf metcalf every uh, and it's all about opportunity i i remember that aj brown was touted to be better than all of these um in the off season the dynasty pro- prospect but look at him doesn't he is playing in a shit offense and he doesn't have the opportunity and, and that's the reason his value is very low right now you can easily uh, sell mclaurin for a aj brown and maybe even a late 2021 who knows I don't know about early, that. Early 2022. Yeah, I think so. AJ Brown's value is very very low right now. He did have that can... 100 yard game though too which people will hold on to. This like the a... first one and then when you don't follow it up with anything didn't he have a goose egg the second game? I think so. I don't I'm know. not sure. Yeah, when you follow up with that then your value then you become just a one hit wonder. kind kind of why mclaurin is so high right now because he has been consistent yeah i so mean again yeah that's a big lesson learned for all of us that uh, you know we should always think about opportunity uh, i i actually kind of disagree with that i feel like talent like wins out in like the long term and a lot of these guys could still you know we're only 3 games in wait i'm going to you know lead the calm the fuck down train <laughs> but i feel like talent matters in the long term because the situation is so fluid like all three of these teams could like add another receiver another weapon or two or an injury but like if you want immediate value opportunity is king i think that we can we can agree on and that's what i'm saying i'm not see the main reason that we i'm telling this we are not playing best ball right you have a team and then you keep it forever he can trade that's why opportunity is king because if you buy if you take players initially who have the opportunity you can always sell them later for the more talented player right now you can sell mclaurin who who you could have drafted in the second round and get harry isn't it 9 out of 10 times you can get that right now am i wrong If the Harry's owner is smart, they won't sell low. That's another problem with how you think. Is sometimes people will hold on to their value because they have an emotional connection and won't want to sell low. And they're but that's and that Harry owner 10. should know they're selling low. But that's two out of ten, uh, Dylan Max. I think eight out of ten people will do that. Yeah, but the listeners of the Fantasy Flavor podcast are getting some of the best fantasy education out there in the world. So. You I don't think they're that stupid. How to take advantage of opportunity, right? <laughs> how to trade rape? <laughs> no, not I, I'm not. If I'm selling McLaurin and getting um, Harry right now, that's not a trade rape for sure. I, long term, it could th- be, but it could be. But that's not a trade rape. No one will be, even. In fact, people would prefer McLaurin more. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean that in an offensive way. By the way, I just want to yeah. clear up the air. That was not offensive. That was a joke. But we even have the wrong person for that anyways. Trenton would need to be here instead of Sanaa. <laughs> no, but Dylan is another trade rapist. <laughs> I mean, you both are. I hate you guys when you guys send trades. You I mean, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the right amount. You know, I have that great personality to balance out my schemey ways. <laughs> yeah. Any other receivers uh, we want to talk about quickly here? Yeah, quickly uh 
where do you have aj brown where do you have the off season darlings like um, who is that colts receiver uh oh, paris campbell paris campbell and then where do you have uh, arizona's receiver what's his name isabella uh, oh isabella and isabella i got yeah. isabella news so we're going to start off with that so i believe two of arizona's wide receivers are out it's uh-huh. bird and somebody else so you know who stepped up not you know not andy isabella but some guy's name shurfield trent shurfield i think over second round yeah, he, pick andy he, isabella and even Keyshawn johnson's getting more work you know i just it's a bad sign yeah uh shurfield was there last year too he's a vet he's a second year player yeah so i knew that he is going to step up yep yeah, but over but yeah, Andy Isabella, I know, know that's very strange. I I was very high on Isabella in the offseason. I, I like Isabella too. Yeah, I take an L there. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still buying him. Hopefully next year he does something. He's very cheap right now. He's so a good buy, buy because of that news right there. Send him that screenshot of that report. Yeah, and you know who is a great buy? Paris Campbell. I mm-hmm. think he's a great buy because um, I I think Hilton is out. And right now, Campbell is not doing anything, so his value is very, very low. I think you can go ahead and buy him. AJ Brown is another great buy. I think all of these receivers are good, and they are very, very cheap right now. So why can, not go and buy them? How dare you mention all these names and forget about Debo Samuel, though? Oh, Debo Samuel is not cheap. Uh, but yeah, he, he has looked good, too. So Debo Samuel honestly could be one of the best rookie wide receivers in this oh, class yeah. even yeah, like yeah. the year one and beyond like i but like he's Debo. getting his opportunities so he's mm-hmm. not cheap and dante pettis is um talking oh so that's really why he's getting all those opportunities i feel too. so bad i was so high on pettis all those crispy routes man yeah <laughs> too bad he's on the sideline doing them <laughs> oh if you guys are listening and we're talking about pettis go ahead and buy him please yeah he is pretty dumb cheap. Yeah, he's he's a very good player. He, I don't know what maybe he just cheated. Uh, maybe uh, what's his name? Shanahan's wife cheated on him with Pettis or something. That's why he's not giving him the opportunities. He has done something personal to Shana, Shanahan. That's what I feel because he's too talented to be sitting on the bench. <clears throat> I you know I always thought you know I thought Tebow was a really similar player to yeah. Dante Pettis or some things I like more. So that was kind of the red flag for me. We know I was lower on Pettis. You yeah, know. you guys were. I was mm-hmm. the highest on him. Yeah. And I just took L there too. I mean, we're only three weeks in. I can't believe yeah. I'm defending you here. But, but you and I Pettis think did play a lot Pettis of snaps. Right now. Yeah, he did play a lot uh, of snaps last game. Yeah, and he caught a touchdown. So maybe he's not that cheap right now. But he should be cheap even now. Yeah, um, definitely. Who else? Uh, I think Deontay Johnson is a good prospect. He will do well in Pittsburgh. Problem is, it's he... Mason Rudolph, though. Uh, but Big Ben will come next year. That's fine. It's dynasty. Yeah. Um, maybe you'll get him cheap. He's he's a good route runner too. Uh, who else? Who else was high? JJ, if they go oh. inside, another guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, JJ. JJ is a good buy too. I think Jeffrey. No, I think Jeffrey will be there in 2022. Uh, they converted some of his. Uh, yep. money to uh, something else and they will keep him in 2020 so that lowers a bar a uh, little bit down for jj yeah but i still like him it's, it's 
he's a good uh, you know player good prospect pos- pos- yeah position guy one of most my... of the players mm-hmm. in this uh, uh, class are you know very very fast and you know the deep threat kind of guy i think jj is one of them which is you know high pointing and position guy yeah which doesn't really fit the nfl as much but he's also tethered to carson once and yeah, i don't know if he'll ever be a true one because that's not really how the eagles operate but that doesn't mean he's not gonna have value so he's a solid buy too with the alshon you know kind of news yes. and how he hasn't really performed that well even though the receiving core has been beat up so and how but his still high looks fine. it's very weird yeah it's, he's kind of one of those still high. i don't know why yeah definitely no more wide receivers for me though yeah, I let, let me think. Uh, yeah, I mean that guy uh, he was going Kelvin Harmon and these guys were going very high. They are just basically sells at this point. Yeah. Like, not a buy. I I don't like them anyways. Uh I... who else? I don't I don't remember anyone else. I think we are good. Yeah, we might be missing someone, but that's really all of them. I mean, it was an oddly deep and good and bad receiver class all at the same time. It's still to be seen. The true answer, but it was a weird draft class. So. But I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, in the off season when these rookie drafts were going on, everyone was very, very low on this class. But I think we got some a few very good receivers. Yeah, uh, out of out so of far. this class. Yeah, I do. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. The only thing that remains is Titans. You want to go over them? Sure. Um, Hawkinson. I mean, we all. Hawkins monster. Yeah, the Hawkness monster. I mean, it's not in Trenton. We're obviously the highest. And I mean, trying to call him the next Gronk was just infuriated me because I don't know if there'll ever be another Gronk. <laughs> Honestly, Gronk was that dominant. But back to Hawk. Hawk still looks. I mean, Hawk's first game was incredible, right? Yeah. And I have a story here for you. So, who would you rather have a dynasty in a Hawk or Ertz? Hawk or Ertz? Oh my God. It's close. I'm, you know, I'm gonna give you that. Yeah, I mean, I I like the Eagles uh, team. I just hate the Lions. Um, they 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 just suck. That whole um, organization sucks. Yeah. Well, there's this to Twitter. be honest. Mm-hmm. I re- so otherwise, I I yeah. think Hawk is a better talent than Earth. That's fair. I just don't I mean, know Hawk if he'll get a better prospect. quarterback. Hope they draft a quarterback next year, then maybe I'll be even more higher than on Hawkinson. I mean, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. But what I will tell you is there was a poll done week one by my guy uh, Dynasty Kyle, great guy. We've had him here on an interview for the podcast, and um he ran it. It was a, it was like after Ertz kind of had a med game and Hawk had that crazy game, right? And like seventy percent of people said they wanted Hawk. So then I ran a poll in week two after Hawk. <laughs> busted and arts you know had another you know all right game and it was the other way around <laughs> and i didn't get as many you know votes and i'm sure not all the votes were from the same person but recency bias is real so it is in dynasty and that's the reason i tell you that opportunity is king like uh, the the prices of dynasty players uh should be stable that's what me and you think because we think long term but most of the dynasty players are treated as redraft players by almost 90% of the players out there. Very casual. And they're always going to have a casual person in your league. That's the thing I feel like people don't understand. 
honestly, <clears throat> even like most of them, you know? So like, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't buy high on many guys. And that's kind of why, because I think it fluctuates more than people want to think. And even if like the rankings don't, you look at the rankings, kind of their perceived value does. So that's why um, a good friend of mine, Vince, was talking about buying high on Kirk. I'm like, you should have bought Kirk like months ago. Like, yes. I'll just wait it out and wait to buy low again. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Why are we buying now? I mean, you should have expected this. And what happens, Kirk? I mean, uh, PPR, yeah, he had a solid game, but, you know. As, as soon as Kingsbury was injured, I was high on immediately. I wanted to buy him everywhere. Definitely. And I, that's just kind of what you have to operate here. And we were, we're trying to talk about the rookies to give you guys some advice, and that's what we're doing here. But, you know, I mean, that was after Kirk's monster game. You know, and Kirk had another, okay, you know, it's a solid game. You're happy with it for fantasy. But now, you know what I mean? Like, you never want to buy it, like, off of a monster game. I just feel like you're going to get, like, yeah, you know, you're going to get busted. It, <laughs> it's going to be really, totally. you're going to have to overpay a little too much. So just kind of wait example, even for a mega game. For example, Hawk could be a little bit cheaper right now because yeah. he has given, like, two dud games in two, a row. Two dud dud games. Yeah. And I mean, there's yeah. one drop touchdown, one touchdown called back by a penalty. So, yeah. I mean, if he catches those touchdowns, his values change probably And his opportunity is there. I really feel yeah. Hawk is going to do well because he's being targeted in end zone and they don't have, uh, you know, a lot of targets to compete with. Only Galladay is the only one, I think. Jones had a good game, comp- though. You gotta, you know. He, he, ha- he, ha- he had it, but it was at the expense of Galladay. So they are basically, yeah. you know, they are just one receiver, I feel. Hawkinson is getting his target. So I think Hawkinson is a great buy. Um, And f- what about Fant? Fant is a great buy, too. Fant it might Isn't... be a bit cheaper buy yeah. who could, like, return value more. I'm not saying, yeah, like, he'll be the better one, but, right you know. <laughs> but, you know, like, if there's, like, one that you, like, really get a steal out of, it could be Fant. So, like, yep. if you're trying to buy Hawk, and I've tried to buy Hawk in some leagues, um, I should maybe be targeting Fant because Fant just looks kind of like, I mean, the, I mean the Broncos scare me because John Elway <laughs> doesn't yeah. doesn't know how to GM. Like I I think I could GM better, and I hope he hears this because then he'd react and I'd be famous. Oh yeah, but, because all he does is listen to a podcast, right? I know. I mean, John Elway, <laughs> and then there's Bill Belichick right there, and it's you know <laughs> Josh Gordon smoking some weed too while listening to the pod, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the dream team, <laughs> but seriously though, go buy both the tight ends if you can. I mean, if Hawk has one more dud game, my next video is gonna be on Hawk. I think so. My next professional video, like the one I had on Harry, so that's gonna make Sonata very happy. But oh, just because yeah. he's such a great guy. I love Hawk. Yeah, I mean, my my love yeah. for Carryon is not doing so well right now. Yeah, we could just move on here because we still have some time <laughs> to just kind of. Hits and misses for takes. We'll, we'll start off with the yeah, misses because I feel like they're funnier. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. But uh, also the main thing is that what is the lesson that you learned from that miss or the hit? Definitely. I think that's important as, as you know, when we go to the next off season, what we should have learned and what we can apply. For yeah. example, in the case of <clears throat> uh, uh, McLaurin, which was a hit for me, I was high on him. Um, the thing that I... Two, two things that struck me the most was one of them was familiarity with Haskins from the same college. The other thing was that there was opportunity to be had. There was no receiver in that whole room. He could Trey be Quinn. the one. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, there was no 
good receiver there so uh, he, he could be the number one he had all the opportunity same with hollywood brown so uh, whereas aj brown yeah he was a great prospect and everything but he had to compete with cory davis humphries humphries was there so these are the things that we have to look at uh, you know while uh, selecting them in the rookie draft so uh, maybe let's talk about some of the veterans um i was a big carryon johnson fan in it's it's kind of it, like a man yeah it kind of like a in between but he was lose. he was like your rb7 in like dynasty <laughs> so RB. it's probably more of a miss than a like a complete like man but like it's not dynasty over yet. still like who do you keep him uh, keep uh, over him like maybe josh jacobs you would you prefer josh jacobs over carryon right no, now i'm still taking carryon but yeah, I don't then, think I don't think it's like it's only been three weeks too. You know, we're we're very rational. We don't move our rankings too much. I really like his talent a lot. I'm still believer in him. Uh, maybe I'll have him as my number eight. That's the most I'll move. Uh, but I still have him very high. Yeah, I mean, he. I do think those touchdowns are kind of helping him his value because the yards per carry kind of looks. Kind of meh, if I remember correctly. Man, I thought their O line is going to be great. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I, apparently the offense just sucks. Daryl Bevel. I mean, I want to get into one of my own misses here. Probably my biggest one so far has been Jameis Winston. Oh yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, I moved him down towards the end of the season. We can check the history on him. I think I had him around my dynasty QB eight or nine. So initially high in, at six, isn't it? Seven. Seventh. Yeah. Seven. So. Um, I mean, I'll own that. I mean, I do think he actually could still potentially get an extension from the box and have like more long term value, which is nice. Agree because he's like safe, but I also think Byron left, which is kind of like even though Arians is there, it seems like I'm hearing from a lot of people on box. I want the box right it. It seems like left, which is kind of doing the offense and left, which I mean, Rosen looked like crap under, but he does look like a better real life quarterback, I'll say. And yes. he did absolutely destroy the Giants with Mike Evans. And Mike Evans has been sick too. And OJ got some work in there. And then Godwin had the dud game. So if all three of those weapons can get together, like we all predicted here on the Fantasy Flavor Podcast, Evans can be Evans. Godwin can flash like he has. And OJ can just be serviceable, right? Honestly, I still think he could hit the ceiling. But the schedule looks rough too. I looked ahead and I went, ooh, we'll see about that. Because they haven't just been throwing as much too. Like, Like the opportunity really was there. But like... There isn't as and much that's volume. That's the reason I think he's a much better real life life quarterback, and his career can be uh, extended because of that. I mean, last year he was just throwing, 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 and when you do that, you throw a lot of interceptions too. So maybe in fantasy you are good. Where I, I remember in the off season, everyone was like, "Oh, uh, Fitzpatrick plus James together were like quarterback number two last year. Uh, that was good." But then in Dynasty, you want a quarterback who can be there for you for 10 years. <clears throat> and if you just throw the throw, then <clears throat> you might lose the contract. Yeah. So I think this James is doing, more safe. He's playing better right now. Yeah. Yeah. But he's playing better. Yeah. Yep. Upside isn't there. Um, what I will say is one thing, like my lesson learned here is one that honestly, OJ, Godwin, and Evans, like the chances of them hit all three hitting were actually like really low. Honestly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, there's only been one time in, like, the past 10 years where, like, two wide receivers and a tight end have been over, like, 1,000 receiving yards, too. And then if all three of those guys don't have it, you know, 
I mean, where's the production going to come from? Rashad Perryman looks like crap. Ronald Jones has shown oh, yeah. flashes. Fighting Barber, you know, like none of those guys are going to add enough in the receiving game. I mean, Cameron breaks someone, but especially touchdowns. But the main lesson learned here, and um, JJ Zacharyson, I mean, we're both a big fan of him. He talked about it too, I think, a little bit. Like when a wide receiver left, like we're talking about, oh, you know, Adam Humphreys is gone. Deshaun Jackson is gone. There's so many open targets, vacated targets. Wide receivers make targets more than we give them credit for, right? Yeah. Like we saw that with AB leaving too, right? I mean, Pittsburgh just looks like crap and they're not throwing it as much, even with the Big Ben there, right? I mean, these wide receivers make their own volume, kind of. So it's just something to think about in the future. Yeah, and something to think about was O.J. Howard, for example. Everyone was very high on him, including us. Everyone was very high on him, but we had think that, you know, he's the number three target. The best that he could do was be the number three target in, on his team. And why would you not rather have a player like uh, Mark Andrews <clears throat> or uh, Evan Ingram. Waller? Yeah, Evan Ingram, who, who, who are, uh, you know, who could be the number one target on their team. So that was a great lesson learned from me too. That in the future, maybe, yeah, we, we look at talent. Howard is a great talent. But then again, we are not here to judge talent on the base of NFL. We are here to play fantasy. And uh, here we want someone who can have consistent targets every week at the tight end positions. So I think uh, I missed on OJ Howard. Uh, I cannot say it's a complete miss, but the ceiling that we thought is not there. And I don't think it will come. So if you people are still high on him, maybe you should sell him for someone more like Hawkinson. He did have an okay um, game, I believe. It was like three catches, 60 yards. So <clears throat> he's incredibly efficient. Yeah. You got to give it to him. Just the volume ain't there right now. I agree, but I don't think the volume will be there. The way that we thought, you know, all the Humphreys, Humphreys uh, volume, all the, you know, other... Uh, receiver volume will go to OJ Howard. That's not going to happen. The best he can do is be the third uh, target in, in his offense. So, again, the ceiling for other players are much better than him. And there might be some people could give you Andrews for um, OJ Howard. Yeah, so definitely. Get, get them if you can. Uh, who else? Um, For me, him? just in general, yeah. like... um. Hmm. I think one of my biggest misses, I guess, is kind of Juju. I mean, I had yeah. him as high as my dynasty wide receiver one. So, like, you know, it just sucks to see him really I suck because Big Ben's he, gone. You should buy him. I think I'm Great going buy. to buy Juju wherever I can. I'm not yeah. going to move him down too much, but definitely I don't... You could argue just blowing that first tier, especially for this year because of... I mean, he had the yep. seventy-five yard touchdown, but he made that all by himself, and that's not sustainable. I mean, this he's year he's not going yeah, to do but, well. Yeah. So, so probably you should wait. I think he will be even cheaper by mid-season or by end of this year. He could be even cheaper because people are still very high. You know, they are still uh, there. There are some after-effects from the off-season hype. So, Juju could be cheaper. Do you agree? Yeah, Juju could definitely be cheaper. Because, I yeah. mean, he's not getting as much volume as we thought, too. Which is just another example Agreed. of the same thing. Like, you talk about how, oh, man, opportunity is really important. But I also think wide receivers are making... Wide receivers can make their own opportunity, too. You know what I mean? So when we look at all these vacated targets, maybe, you know... Maybe it won't be as much... It's as a different projecting. case for Juju, man. Come on. It, it's all because of Big Ben. If Big Ben was there, I still... 
I think Juju would be fine. Yeah, I definitely think so too. I think that I think Juju, but I definitely missed a little bit. Like, that's one of those like mad misses where I still think Juju could put up a thousand yards, uh, maybe like around the same amount of touchdowns. But um, do you want to do one more, or do you want to wrap it up? You have one more miss. Uh, uh, for me, I already talked about the tight end, the running back. I don't remember any misses in the wide receiver. Yeah, maybe uh, yeah in quarterback. Yeah, I was very very high on Baker, and that that really blew on my face. Um, Everyone was, you know. Yeah, but I was specifically even higher than others. I had him like my uh, quarterback three in dynasty. <clears throat> even like personally, I would have taken him as quarterback two, but for general public, I had him as as three, uh, which I think I should have seen it coming. Um, a lot of quarterback play is based on what kind of organization he's in. Of course, his his uh, receiver room was very, very good. And that's what I based on uh, when ranking him. But I did not see that his uh, coach is a stupid, stupid man. And the I line's really see, bad. Yeah. And he holds uh, yeah, on to the not, ball too much. Yeah. I, no, no. Uh, the holding on the ball comes from the line thing and the coach thing. Uh, what I feel was that I did not give a lot of importance on them losing Zeitler to to the um, to the Giants. Yeah, he is they, really good too. Yeah, and he he was the number one guard according to PFF. So I did not give it a lot of importance, but that's that was very very important. Look at Chubb, uh, the lanes that he's getting right now and the lanes he was getting last year. Yeah, for, I mean uh, to Chubb. Run. Remember, he's supposed to be a league winner because of all the opportunity, and he's exactly. really disappointed too. Like that I predicted, and it's going to get worse once Hunt comes along, right? So, you know, Chubb's kind of dotted too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Chubb also we were very high on, and I think we were very high on in general on this offense. And the only the reasons being that we did not pay attention to the coaching and the O line. I think O line is very very important when you um, evaluate a quarterback. Uh, we don't give it a lot of importance, but look at Dak. Do you think Dak would be that great if he was playing behind the Browns O line? I don't think so. No. <clears throat> He's getting a lot of time. So yeah. that's the whole reason. Um, so people, please pay attention to the O line, to the coaching uh, hires. Remember that a new uh, playbook is not always great. In fact, it's not great at all. So uh, keep that in mind. Is the weapons is not enough? These are some of the things that you have to think about. Yeah, my last one. I think we're gonna do here for the misses is Stephon Diggs. My he was my dynasty wide receiver nine, which really hurts when you think about it. Honestly, it was a little higher than most, but it wasn't like ludicrous, right? Like no one would look at me and be like, you're, you know, you're an idiot, right? That's that's a definitely above consensus. But I think no, my... I think uh, everyone was high on him. But uh, honestly, if I had Diggs right now, I would sell him, man. That offense is just no. Smart. You have to hold. Yeah. Oh to yeah. Hold. Right now he's just very cheap. You have to hold. But uh, as soon as he gains value, I think I'm selling him. Honestly, his only hopes to get traded. <laughs> Three yeah. Diggs. I mean, the lesson learned is Thielen is the wide receiver one. I mean, I tried to look at the games with, like, the new Stefanski, the new quarterback, and Thielen really fell off, and Diggs was getting a lot more volume, quite so much volume, even if it wasn't still a lot of volume, and he was catching a whole bunch of touchdowns, and 
he did have one touchdown called back versus Green Bay um, due to a bogus PI call on Dalvin Cook, right? So, I mean, there's definitely, like, it could be a little bit better production, like, on the stats, but it's still just, like, they're not, like, Kirk Cousins honestly looks worse with a like a way better line in a run game and the same weapons i don't i don't know how kirk cousins manages they're not giving suck. you opportunity also man yeah. the other thing is that for redraft i always to- told all of my friends everyone that Thielen is the number one there it's because uh, have you seen kirk cousins he really likes Thielen. you can see it man i mean his first read is always adam Thielen. it's yeah. like uh, how mm-hmm. philip rivers loves keenan allen and that's the connection that they both have. And that's why I don't think Diggs can, you know, take over as the number one there, especially in PPR. Yeah, Diggs can get a lot of uh, long bombs this year, especially because they have a great run uh, run game. So he'll get a lot of one-on-one and he can get a lot of long bombs. But Kirk Cousins definitely um, prefers uh, Thielen. Definitely. And with that being said, I'm going to kick it back to you and then I'll close it off with just closing thoughts from you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a great, uh, I mean, start to the season. I am really loving this year, uh, especially because Ravens are doing so, so well. And uh, Mahomes is lighting everyone on, lighting the league on fire. So it has been fun and uh, sorry, we have not been uh, very, very um uh, every week we have not been able to put out the podcast things have been busy but please 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 uh listen to our podcast ask us questions on twitter um dylan is always uh, very very prompt and i'll also try my best to be prompt if you ask questions any starts it any kind of we love uh, discussing fantasy football so uh, listen spread and you know help us out and uh, we are there to help you for any questions if you have definitely thank you all of our links are going to be in the description too so feel free to check them out we have been trying to put out a podcast episode a week now i'm in school so i'm a lot more busy i might be starting up something soon maybe with a podcast or you know with this podcast i can't really give it away but stay tuned i think i'm and if you guys just want fantasy football content i tweeted a fuck ton so um and i'm always like sanatan and i you can tweet both of us i believe yours is at sanatan saraf right yes and mine's and, at dk uh, tom 2018 i don't post a lot of stuff but i am very very prompt at replying yeah so if you have any questions i have i mean i feel i have a little bit of insights uh, i read a lot uh, so does dylan dylan is dylan actually reads much more than i do so and he's always there on Twitter. He just have has doesn't have a job. So, <laughs> uh, so please, my 4.0 is my job, okay, in school. But so please ask questions and yeah. you know discuss anything with us. If you want to teach us something, that's also cool. We it's weird us if you disagree with us. I mean, yeah. Twitter debates are fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, include me. I can swear uh, at Dylan anytime. So I love that. If you want to make fun of Dylan, I'll be there standing along with yeah you. just tag him in the freaking hate speech tweet all right <laughs> yeah. with that being said that's all the time we have here i'll let the outro take care of the rest have a good one guys thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode feel free to leave feedback subscribe or check out our previous content and remember have a fantastic rest of your day